From Relay FM, this is the Pen Addict, episode 294. Today's show is brought to you by Harry's Squarespace and Away. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Brad Dowdy. Hello, Mike Hurley. How are you? I'm very good. I am very good. We're you very sound good. even very. You sound very gooder with like your velvety um, Kickstarter very, voice. I'm very good. Welcome. <laughs> this is Kickstarter, Mike. He's a an upgrade. <laughs> we launched our Kickstarter project 24 hours ago for uh, the Pen Addict Live 2018 Atlanta with a stretch goal of Toronto. We're going to get into that in a little bit. Uh, but we launched it yesterday um, because we wanted to have it done bef- like out before the show, uh, basically just through tweeting and Instagramming. Um, I was pretty much incessantly tweeting uh, yesterday. <laughs> we met our goal uh, during the wee hours of the morning in the UK. I-, I had to go to sleep. I was staying awake, Brad, because we were like $300 away, mm-hmm. and uh, I was staying awake and I, it was getting too late for me. So the first thing I did when I opened my eyes this morning, I grabbed my phone. I opened Chrome because it was already the page was just there, right? So I've got the yeah. tab just open constantly. And uh, we, we did it uh, because of our incredible support from people like you listening. Uh, we met our goal. Uh, we had a goal of $12,500. And what that goal mm-hmm. does is makes the Atlanta show happen. So the Atlanta show is happening. I even booked my flights this morning. So Mm -hmm. Atlanta is done. But as we mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we'll reiterate now, we have a stretch goal of $20,000. If we meet $20,000, and as of recording right now, we're at $14,500. If we do $20,000, then me and Brad will be taking uh, our first trip together outside uh, of the United States as we will be going to the Toronto Pen Show where we'll be doing meetups. Are you going to be selling there if we if we go? Is that your plan? Almost certainly not, okay. but okay. we'll see. To be determined. It's a one-day show. Yep. I would have to pack an enormous amount of stuff and then I'd have to work all day. Theoretically, I could. So let's, let's call that a maybe. I wasn't but, planning but on it in my initial thoughts. If we don't, then me and Brad will be at the show for the whole weekend. So we won't be doing a live show is the current plan, but we'd be doing a special episode at Toronto. And if we both have time, because we won't be on the floor selling all day, we could maybe do some fun things and walk around the show and interview people like man on the street style. Um, Who knows? Because we'll have the time, right? Because we won't be working our butts off. But that's if we meet $20,000. Now, right. We have lots of incredible rewards for you this time. Um, I think these are the easily the best rewards we've ever had. Um, and I've mm-hmm. been speaking a lot. And so, Brad, do you want to continue to pimp our Kickstarter? Yeah, so real quick on Toronto, just a reminder to you and our listeners, this is a one-day Sunday-only show. I think it's Sunday. I didn't know so, that, but we can still. Yeah. it doesn't make a difference. We still have nothing to right. do all day except go around the, the, the show. So. Right, so we'll make lots of plans to do mm-hmm. lots of fun stuff in Toronto. We won't just be there that day. We'll be there for a day or two and, and do some cool stuff. So, yeah, the rewards, we wanted to do a new case for Knock. We had this one designed late last year. We're playing around with prototypes, you know, and I've been carrying it. And this is something we've wanted to do forever, just this style of case, like a slimmer two-pocket, almost like a breast pocket type of case. Um, but even though none of us really carry 
anything in our breast pocket uh, much anymore. But you understand like the style and the shape. It's like a slimline two pin case. It doesn't hold a lot except kind of the bare necessities. Your two pins and then the pocket in it, since it's so narrow, is only like a business card size pocket. But we make a business card size note card that we like so much. So it's very useful to us <laughs> and uh, something we very much like. The colorway on it is called clay and sunshine yellow, clay exterior, sunshine yellow interior. That's not something I necessarily would have picked. Just like, let me think about what colors I want. But when we got out the fabric swatches to pick out the color for this, it was like, yeah, this really, really works well. And the feedback on the color has been exceptional. So I'm, I'm glad for that. Um, it looks really nice. It it's came very out, different. came out very well. Yeah, it's different. It's in, uh, it kind of works perfectly. I love it. I think this is going to be a really, really good color. And the pictures of the sample I had have our, uh, a standard black tag, but I put on Instagram what the actual tag for this Kickstarter project will be. We were at our factory on Monday, and I got pictures of the real tag because we've already shipped them to them, had those made. And uh, it's like a white tag with yellow diagonal pinstripes and a PA-18 on the back. I'm going to add these to the project page later, but they're on the NotCo Kickstarter. I mean, the NotCo Instagram page right now. So I thought it looked really cool. It matches, the colors kind of match the case. So um, what'd you think about the tag? I think it's sweet. I like, uh, I like the little back of it, right? So it's got the, so mm-hmm. people know, they know what year, they know where it's come from. I really like that. And the lines is very different, very different to anything we had before. But yeah, lovely PA-18, so you know it's got the vintage. Yeah, so we weren't going to have, this isn't a case to do like a big label and some intricate design, but even just like the little tags, I think are pretty cool. I think so. Um, like, like we did the Union Jack tag uh, in our very first year. Um, that was also a yellow interior case as well. So uh, we like we like the yellow. And then on top of the case, we've been keeping this one top secret for a while. <laughs> I mean, I think y'all knew we were going to do a case and we're going to do videos, but what else could we do? That would be fun for us and fun for the show. And something so cool that neither me or you could come up with the idea. Yeah, so we needed the real star of this show, mm-hmm. Anna Reinert from the Well-Appointed Desk. The third host. She texted, third host, the official third host mm-hmm. of the Pen Attic Podcast, sent me a text one day. She says, what, if, what do you think about enamel pens uh, for the Kickstarter? I was like, yeah, that would be awesome. Then she was like, of your head. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so she sent over these little caricature drawings. Which you know, are I just wonderful. Saw, like, like what's the yeah? I love them so much. Yeah. So she sent me over just like the little black and white initial sketches, and I'm like, yes, like instant, instant, yes. And but she just did um, you and you and I. And I said, well, That's where's wrong. your? She's yeah. like, she's like, I'm not doing it. I'm just like, we're not doing it unless you're on it. Yep. Good, and cool. you have to have pink hair. Mm-hmm. And she, I said, or we won't do it. And uh, so she was like, "Oh!" But then I think she, she ended up, uh, she ended up loving it, and it came out fantastic. You can see the picture of the pins on um, the Kickstarter page. So, yeah, she has someone uh, in Kansas City that she's worked through before to get these made. So they're, uh, she's finishing up the design. This is a mock-up on the page, but it looks pretty good. Um, so we don't know what the final version will look like yet, but there'll be like a brass, like a one inch ish size, you know, with like a pin post on the back, right? That type mm-hmm. of, that type of really nice metal pin. 
I just um, want to clarify for all of the non uh, Southern uh, speaking individuals. Brad is saying mm-hmm. pin, P I N, pin, because it sounds incredibly like you're saying pen. Mm-hmm. Me and Adina have this I am. quite a lot. Uh, where I am, I am there saying is a, pin. Okay, well, are we going to do this? Are we going to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> Adina does this a lot. She's like pins, pens, and I make fun of her because the, with the way that she says it with her lovely Romanian accent, they always sound the same. So we are talking about enamel pins. Uh, I don't know what an enamel pen would be like. I feel like it would be very heavy um, and would be g- kind of strange, but we're not talking about enamel pens. It is an enamel mm-hmm pin and they are wonderful and i cannot wait and i want a lot of them to just adorn with all my clothing with with my little face well thanks for that clarification on pins versus pins i mean people in the chat room are getting confused so i felt Mm. like it was necessary i love you i love the way you speak uh this is nothing (laughs) against you or the wonderful accent of which you you uh have it's Mm -hmm. just mere clarification Mm -hmm. Okay, now we're going to fight with Evelyn. It is definitely not a button. No, I don't. The buttons to me are the ones that have the 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 little safety pin type situation, right? Mm-hmm. Where like you mm-hmm. tuck it in and tuck it into the other side. A pin is where it's just like you just push it in. It's like the one stick yeah. that points out. Yeah. This is we <laughs> we're getting way off track now. Uh, the other awards include videos, so there will be an incredibly well produced video. Uh, made by the Hackett brothers uh, of the mm-hmm. Atlanta show. As always, it gets more and more beautiful every single year. Um, mm-hmm. And if we make it to Toronto, we're going to be doing some special behind-the-scenes back-off logs, including a stop-off on our trip to New York City, where me and Brad are going to go to a couple of stationery stores, including the new opened cw pencil store and we're going to be doing some fun stuff with the folk over at cw pencils and all of that will only be available uh to to backers um this these are going to be backer exclusives uh and i'm also brad i'm working on maybe getting some help uh with the video footage of new york oh nice so so we'll both be able to be in the video um and have have some help there so i'm looking forward to that so yeah that's going to be incredible uh going over to cw pencils and taking a look at all everything that they've got going on over there it's such a beautiful store and i can't wait to see it but all of that including then all of the behind the scenes of toronto and i'll make a like i did of atlanta like a, a video showing you what the toronto pen show looks like all of that is only possible if we meet our stretch goal of twenty thousand dollars and to do that we need your help um, as always, we are trying to, and we, you know, we're trying even harder to make it worth it for you, right? Like we want to give you incredible stuff if you are so kind as to help us do this. Um, and we have a couple of different be- uh, pledge levels for for the different stuff that we're offering. Um, the pen, the pins. Oh my god, the pins are only available uh, at the fifty dollar level, but that includes absolutely everything. That's the one you want, and it's the one that most yeah. people have been going for. Um, but yeah, so please, please, please help us out. And we'll try not to talk about it this much in future. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know how we get this time of year. We're so excited because we haven't cried yet, but I have felt very mm-hmm. emotional. Um, I've had my mum texting me. She finds these things. I don't know yeah. how. She, she, I think she looks at my, my Twitter feed every now and then. And she always says to me, and I find it so funny when she says this, she calls me a clever boy. 
when things like this <laughs> happen to you. You're a, clever, a very clever boy. It's like it wasn't, you know, I, I don't think that necessarily anything to do with my intellect helped this happen. Mm. Um, but yeah, my mom's been calling me a clever boy. So thank you all for helping that happen because, uh, yeah, it, 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 this is such a wonderful time every year. Um, and I, I'm so pleased that we offer really great rewards because I like that this is a, like a like a two-way situation. We're not just asking for your money to help us go on these trips. Like we we really try very hard to make it worth it for you, mm-hmm. um, the list like the listener and the backer. And I promise I'll do my best to make the videos that I make as good as I possibly can. Um, and we love you so much, and thank you for just helping every single year for us to to do this stuff it's it's wonderful and i promise i promise to you all that toronto is just the start of our international expansion like mm-hmm. we want to go further with this and we want to do more um but you know to do that we we have to see that this continues to be a thing and and it looks like it is because i think we're probably funded quicker than we ever have before with i think a larger goal than we ever had before anyway um am same i right? goal as last year. same goal same okay. goal as same last goal year, as we, last year. Uh, for our goal, we undershoot our budget just a little bit. Yeah, we right? always do just that. because that's kind of how it works. Yeah. Because you know we we're happy to put a little bit of money in if it didn't you know if, right. we, got, if we only got to that level. Um, but yeah, so you know the, you continuing to support us and you know if if this year is anything like last year, then we know we can continue to do more. You know, like so basically, if this is something you want to see continue, please back our Kickstarter. There are links in the show notes. Yeah, so a couple things from me. Any amount of money to ask for is always like a big deal for us, and we take it very seriously, and we appreciate y'all's support, you know, over the years and everything y'all do for us, and, you know, we hope we're doing a good job giving you back, you know, all of that and more, and we we really take it seriously and try really hard uh, to do cool stuff and have fun, and, you know, that's what it's all about, you know, just the, the way we've run things. Over the years, I think it's pretty clear, but there's always new listeners and new backers and new mm-hmm. supporters coming in, which we greatly, greatly appreciate. Um, I was asked on Twitter if I was going to cry, like, will there be tears in the thing? And I was like, no, I'm not going to cry. Like, this is the like the fourth time we've done it now. You know, I'm feeling like super good about it. And then like within 30 minutes later, someone said something else and just something I read on Twitter and I'm like over there going... Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> you were pushed to your edge. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, nah, I'm not going to cry. But no, it's, you know, just the uh, the support of the listeners and readers and fans of this show, it, it just never fails to amaze me. Yep. And I just want to know how much we care about all of our listeners and supporters. And thank you very much. Um. Couple of quick things on the pledge levels. It was hard to write them this year because of the length of time from the first event to the last event. Yeah. So I wanted to just make a couple of comments. The video and vlog level, it was hard to write that saying, you know, if we hit this amount, you get this. If we hit this amount, we'll get you'll get this. So just know that you'll get I, I Toronto looks like it's going to happen. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're going to hit our I'm, goal. I'm very so confident. The, yeah. The video and vlog level, level, you get everything. There's like no more money for all the things that we're going to shoot videos. And these yeah. are exclusive to you. These are not public videos. Nope. 
Never are. Um, and so, so you're looking at at least three right now, probably, on that level. Well, it'll probably be two, but like one of them will be split over. Like, so there'll be probably yeah. be two videos, which will be the video of the show and Toronto and, and New York. I'm thinking I'll probably make those one video. Um, gotcha. That makes sense. That makes sense. Just because it's like, because then I can show us traveling, you know, cause we're going from place to place, get, getting on a yep. plane together, that kind of stuff would be fun. But yeah, so yep. th- there will be, but th- I think what Brad's trying to say is we, it says November for the delivery of those, but that's when it ends. Like the Atlanta video right. is usually done within two weeks. And we'll, yeah, uh, you'll we'll probably send that get that you. in May. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, almost always sent out in May. So that leads into the pin case only level. If you're not getting any videos, we're shooting for the pin cases to be done in August, which was the same um, date we had last year, which means for the $50 level, that should be when you get your pin case. But I had to write the estimated delivery for November because that's when the last videos that you're getting are for that. So I hope that makes sense. I'll add that into the FAQ on the Kickstarter, just kind of the more you know, proper ship dates for each individual thing. And we should have the enamel pins at the same time uh, to ship the cases. That's what we're shooting for. So look for the cases in an August time frame, And then I had to put down November because you're not getting those last videos until November. So just wanted to make sure that was clear. No one's really had any questions on that, but I just wanted to throw that out there in case, in case there were questions. Yeah. So expect your first video from Atlanta in May. As we get more moving parts, the, the the delivery dates are trickier right because yep it's multiple events and like we can't change the timelines of the events that they just happen when they happen yeah but yep. yeah so, so you'll be oof. you'll be getting delivery of either videos or cases throughout the year um until we wrap it up at in uh since the toronto shows like way at the end of October, usually. I don't think they've announced the date yet. So it'll probably be November before we officially wrap this Kickstarter. So that's why you see those dates on there. So the last thing, uh, we're at $14,598 as we're recording at uh, my time, 3.25 p.m. on the 7th of February. Uh, I would, it would make me the happiest man on the planet if we get to 20 by next week. Like, you know. We will. Like I, ha- I haven't even posted an article on the pin addict yet. I mean, there's I people. The show hasn't even know, gone out, right? Seen like, it. yeah. Th- there are only there's only a small amount of people that see it, but you know I, th- mm-hmm. that we. It feels like it's possible, but you never know. And uh, you know, it, oh god, Brad, I have to stop talking about this. Oh, it's, I'm get, I'm going <laughs> to be the one that's going to start crying. Wow. Okay, <laughs> that started out of nowhere. Um, yeah. Okay, we need to move on. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we, we, you're the best. Yeah, because this next oh, topic's boy. not going to make you cry, right? Oh, I mean, I've, I'm going to cry reading the next topic. I have arranged the document very poorly uh, for my <laughs> mental well-being. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. Let's talk about something else. Can you talk about something else? And, and I'll move it around. Pick something. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So let's oh. talk about something that you dropped on me like out of the blue. I haven't seen this at all. But apparently, Kaveco is making an Apple Pencil holder, like a holder for the actual Apple Pencil. Like, I was very confused when you put this in the notes. I went and looked at the link, and I didn't even picture, like, when I was just reading the headlines of this in the show doc, I could not even picture what you were talking about. Then I clicked over to the link. I was like, oh, this is, like, already a real product? Is that correct? Is this a real live thing you think 
the amount of information that we have on this is slim. So this was sent to both of us uh, via an Instagram message uh, from somebody by the name of Harry. Um, Harry saw this at a German trade show, and he even he has no more details. There will be a link in the show notes that Harry sent to me. And clearly what this product is, is a kind of sleeve or holder or something to go mm. over the Apple Pencil to basically give it the body of a Kaveco pen. So it's, I assume, pretty thin aluminium, uh, and, and it slides over. Now, the reason this is interesting to me is this gives me all of the features that I have been asking for from an Apple Pencil because it is aluminium in colors, the colors of the iPhone, because... Mm-hmm. There's like a there's like a pinky one or yeah. you know like Rose they've gold, got, and they've got champagne. like a black one and a regular aluminium is what we can see in this image. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got I what looks like some kind of textured grip mm-hmm. to it, and it has a uh, what is the name of that when you do the lines in the barrel like what what is that actually called? So there's faceting and knurling. Yeah, yeah, faceting is what I'm looking for. It's got a faceted mm-hmm. barrel. So it won't mm-hmm. roll away, and it gives it some weight and heft. Now, of course, there's all this stuff about balance, and who knows what it's actually going to be like to hold. But I am very intrigued about this product, and I have no idea if they're going to make it. But I really, really hope that they do, because this yeah, looks so like a very interesting product. Sounds like a email to Kaveco's in order. You're um, probably right. This looks like one of their display cases. What I found intriguing, which I didn't catch until the second time I looked at this, and it makes complete sense that it's there, is the back end of the sleeve is open, right? So you can get to the charger. Yeah. So it just slides yeah, over, I, and you just yeah. pop the, the cap off. Yeah. So I'm intrigued. It's like, this is something I will probably buy. It's something I am a little bit... I don't know, not totally sketchy on using, but it's like I set down my Apple Pencil on the screen a lot of times just if I'm, you know, by tapping it, do I want that metal hitting the glass? Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. That glass can withhold anything. It's not going to make any difference, but that's like the mental block that I have, mm-hmm. right? You know, I mean, just from a feel, honestly, it perspective. could suck. Like from a weight perspective, just from a general mm-hmm. feel, like it could be not good. Like if I'm pressing hard, will it move? Like how is it actually attached to the Apple Pencil, right? Like, what right. are the tolerances like, you know? Like, if right. I press really hard, will it fly out of the thing, right? Like, so right. there are a bunch of questions. I am very interested to try this if it becomes a real product. Like, they've obviously mm-hmm. made it. They have at least prototypes, um, and they're showing it off at trade shows. But that's literally all we know at this point. Right. I'm assuming the grip section has some type of twist lock mechanism. So you're going to lock, you're going to slide it in, twist it open, slide it in, then twist it tight to secure the interior pencil would be my guess. But like my thought is that what are you securing it to? The barrel, the barrel of the Apple pencil. Right. So you just think that it's just, but it would just be by friction though, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, and there's so. a way to like, just kind of tighten that up. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I'm very, very, very intrigued about this. Very intrigued myself because, so you said we got this message via Instagram. I almost never check my Instagram messages. So No, I don't. Neither do I. I don't know what compelled me to, (laughs) but in this instance, I was very glad that I did. So thank you, Harry. Yeah, because I did. Yeah, thank you, Harry, because I didn't see this before you put it in the show doc. I think it was like I was 
awake one night super late and that's when i start checking mm-hmm. stuff like that and linkedin like if i can't sleep i just like start looking around <laughs> at like the the corners of social networking just to try and find mm-hmm. something to occupy me yeah. until i get sleepy yeah well speaking of harry he is also sponsoring this week's show. <laughs> did you know that? I did know Harry that. Harry is getting around. I Harry know. Is getting Harry's, around. Harry's very busy, but we all know that Harry's loves aluminium, so it makes perfect sense. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're still, you know, f- it, I think it's time, even now, in early February, to think about the year ahead, right? You, you've still got so much of the year left. There's still time to make some changes in your life if you want to. Like, you could be smarter with your finances. Did you know that frequent shavers that use Harry's products save $100 a year? It's because their stuff is better priced. And hey, time to take care of yourself a little better. I'm doing that right now. I'm trying to get myself in shape. I've got a big day coming up on the horizon. Harry's have won countless awards because their stuff will make you feel, look, and stay good awesome and amazing. Harry's founders Jeff and Andy decided to create Harry's because they were fed up with overpriced razors at quality levels that they were unhappy with. So they stripped out all of the unnecessary features and cut the unnecessary costs. This allows them to deliver to you a perfect razor at an amazing price. They offer high quality blades at just $2 per blade. That is half the price that you're going to see elsewhere. And everything is backed up with a 100% quality guarantee. Brad, as well as giving us incredible information, uh, what does Harry do for you? It helps me look so awesome, Mike, and it helps me smell so awesome. <laughs> That's a challenge sometimes <laughs> uh, <laughs> when I go to pen shows. But no, I I love Harry's because I have it set up for my home shaving needs with like the big the big bottle products, and then I just got in a bunch of my travel sized uh harry's shave gels and foams and things like that so i can take with me on the upcoming trips i have so i'm going to la baltimore and little rock in the span of like the next month so i needed to load up on all the the harry's travel goods and extra blades so uh so i can uh, look good and smell good at all these pen shows i'm ready especially when you're shaking hands and kissing babies right you've got to be Mm, got to be looking at your best that's right Harry's is so confident that you're going to love their blades, they want to give you a free trial set. You just need to cover shipping. The set includes a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision-engineered blades of a lubricating strip and trimmer blade. They have rich lathering shave gel and a travel blade cover. This set is worth $13, but it's free for you. Just go to harrys.com slash penaddict right now, and you can get started. That is harrys.com slash penaddict. You just need to cover the cost of shipping of the product, but the, the set is free for you. Thank you so much to Harry's for their support of this show and Relay FM. Let's make Mike cry again. Y'all ready? All right. No, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Okay. So it was my 30th so- birthday last week, um, which was why we recorded uh, the, the Want a Dream Pen episode far in advance. We'll talk about the funniness of all of that in a little bit. Um, and uh, my wonderful fiance, she has a problem. In that, for the first year that we were together, she got me incredible birthday and Christmas gifts. Like, really good, like, super thoughtful gifts. So she set the bar incredibly high for herself. So, like, when my birthday comes around, especially, she gets just, like, so stressed out because she has to try and find an amazing gift, right? She wants to keep the chain going. And I am the type of person where... I I have a, a an issue in that I buy the stuff that I want 
So there aren't many gifts left available to me that aren't thoughtful ones. Um, and that's the kind of gift that I like anyway. So that's kind of the situation that she finds herself in. She's very good at mm -hmm. buying gifts, but they always have to be thoughtful. So she presented me on my birthday with cufflinks made of vintage Estabrook nibs. Mm. Incredible gift. Yeah, so, you think? Yeah, she nailed it. She just absolutely nailed it. They're incredible. I love them. Um, and they will be not worn until my wedding day. And I will wear these on my wedding day because it's perfect. It's so perfect. These are amazing. Like, I know, I right? I love with these. This they company so good. is very interesting. It's called Tokens and Icons. And they mm. take weird stuff and make gifts out of it. So, like, you can get coins that are turned into cufflinks. And they have all these, like, really interesting... They just had loads and loads of little interesting things. Um so yeah, they're worth looking at. Like loads of different coins mm -hmm. and loads of different tokens. And like they have uh oh wow, look at this. I've just found. Wow, they have I didn't see this until now. Cufflinks made out of the barrels of Parker Vacumatics. Oh, cool. So yeah. Oh, I see them now. Very, very pin cool. barrel cufflinks. Yep. They're a very, very, very cool company who do some some kind of awesome stuff. So they're a really good gift idea for people in your life. They're not sponsoring this episode, of course. Um, <laughs> I just, you know, Yet. But that sounded like I was going into my sponsor read. Uh, but no, I was blown away by, by that gift. It's a wonderful, wonderful gift. And uh, at a time when I was thinking about cufflinks, right, because, you know, we're starting to put together the, the incredible suit that I will be wearing um, on our mm -hmm. wedding day. And I was looking at cufflinks just a couple of weeks ago. So then she just went ahead and just, ruined everything by buying me an amazing gift so That's there you go that i thought so it was cool. worth worth talking about on the show because they're made of fountain pen nibs yeah that's very cool love them love them all right so this is a very kickstartery mm. episode mike and i have several more items i want to talk about that were current or recent kickstarter projects number one is the launch of the Pay It Forward project, which our good friend Oscar, Oscar's mm -hmm. in the chat room today, that we met in D.C. last year when he set up the original Pay It Forward table, where he would, his idea was to go to pin shows and give people who are kind of the tag-alongs with the real pin addicts, you know, the, the family members, the wife, the husband, the child that was just kind of tagging along with their partner or parent or friend who was into the thing, and they weren't necessarily into it, to give them kind of a starter kit of fountain pens and kind of, you know, get them immersed into the hobby with a neat little kit, you know, pen, ink, paper, to kind of get them started and make them have like a super positive experience at their first pin show, you know, even though, you know, it may have not been something they wanted to come to that day. So it went so well, Oscar's trying to take this show on the road, if you will. And he has a really cool project on Kickstarter right now. Um, it's the pay it forward project. Like I said, we'll have it linked in the show notes and he's got some really cool backer levels that you can get. You can just, um, you know, can support, support him with dollars or you can support him and get ink from Papier Plume, the heart of gold fountain pen ink, which I just, uh, received from him. 
uh, you know, to try a sample of. You can get Heart of Gold notebooks from our good friend Vito at Story Supply Company. And you can get combination packs. And then the big, the big package, which I guess is all gone now, the pen that Franklin Christoph is making for this project with a Jonathan Brooks material. Um, I guess, are we calling this the Heart of Gold pen? Yeah, Heart of Gold fountain pen. So Oscar, I was a backer of this the first day. I backed the pen level and the, you know, the kind of the all the things level. The pen, the notebook, and ink. That was the the level that I backed at. So I got all the things. And then Oscar said, hey, do you want me to send you a bottle of the ink to try out? And I was like, yeah, that'd be cool. I'd like to try it out. Looks like a nice bright red ink with kind of some gold in there. It looks really, really pretty. And then I opened the box just this morning because I've been traveling and I open it up and out pops a rod of the heart of gold, Jonathan Brooks material. This looks amazing, Mike. This looks right up your alley, style wise, size wise, Franklin Christoph wise, Jonathan Brooks wise. What do you think about this pen? It's wonderful, isn't it? It, It's very, very, very nice. Yeah, I miss the pen. I think yeah. I think the pen was just like snapped up. Well, I can quick. might work out something for you with this blank that I have. So this is like a huh. what are we gonna say ten inch blank that Oscar sent me of this. So maybe yeah. I could leave it with our good friend Jonathan Brooks in Atlanta, and maybe he can make some magic happen for you. I wouldn't mind that. I'm gonna say I would <laughs> not mind that. I don't know. I- I don't know if I'm supposed to say I have this or not, but Oscar sent it to me. So thank you, Oscar. I was very surprised. I haven't put this thing down since I opened the package this morning. The entire pin show, I've been twirling this uh, this in my hands, like the heart of gold <laughs> material. <laughs> Just see, this is this is it. Can you hear that? That was banging on my I knuckles. It's it very hard. Very, it sounds very nice. Ouch. That was a little painful. That hurt don't do more that. than don't I anticipated. Yeah, this, this mm. is a solid material right there. Serious stuff. Yeah. But it's going to, when this gets... Uh, when this gets made, I mean, he has a sample of the final version in there. It looks it looks awesome. So I'm excited for this. Y'all should really consider backing this project for all the good that it does. Yep. And Even if you just go and give him five bucks, right? Yep. You know, just, just to help out what Oscar's trying to do. You know, he's, he's take this isn't money that's going in his pocket. You know, this, mm-hmm. is, a, this is like a fundraising experiment to, to help... Uh, the Pay It Forward project continued to mm-hmm. thrive. And mm-hmm. it was wonderful, wonderful to see what was happening at DC. Um, it was mm-hmm. just really, really nice to see the buzz around the table that Oscar had. So, you know, a- anything that, that him and, and Alex are able to do to help push this thing out wider is excellent. Yeah, and he worked his tail off in DC. I've actually never seen anyone at a pin show closer to death than Oscar. Yeah. He looked like he was going to keel at mm-hmm. any time. Oscar, you know I love you, but you were a walking zombie at DC <laughs> because he worked so hard at mm-hmm. this to make sure it went off without a hitch and the problem was we had other things, you know, going into, you know, set up and and all that stuff. So um but it turned out wonderfully. It was a massive hit. So definitely take a look on this on Kickstarter and if nothing else, yeah, Throw them a few bucks. Get some sweet notebooks. The ink looks great. So I will be uh, checking all this out. Again, like I said, I'm already a backer of this project, and uh, it looks awesome. So congratulations, Oscar. It's already funded. So I look forward to see what you are going to do the rest of the year with this project. 
Next one, Mike. <laughs> I am also a backer. We talked about it last week in a uh, in a weird time warp kind of way. The Wancher Dream Pin Kickstarter. I have to say, going back and listening to it, our predictions were pretty accurate. I, at first, I said this should fund in about thirty minutes, and then we did the math on actually how many pins it needed to fund. And I said, "Oh, this will fund in like ten minutes," and I think it funded in about ten or twelve minutes. Yeah. So, what have your thoughts been since we recorded two weeks ago on this? I feel basically the same. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel fine about it in the sense that you know. I don't believe that anyone's getting scammed here, right? Like, sure. You know, right. I think that this is like a legit thing. Um, mm-hmm. I remain concerned about timelines that they're giving. Uh, I, I mm-hmm. think April for some of these pens still seems incredibly aggressive. Um, but as we Completely. said, they may have already had them made. But but six, it's got six hundred and twenty-six backers right now with twenty-one days mm-hmm. to go. I mean, this is probably going to be like a thousand. You know. There is still, you know, because you get like that kick up at the end. And as more people are talking about it, we're talking about it again now, right? Like, I think they're going to get close to that, if not there. And that's a lot of pens. And these pens apparently take a long time to make. So I'm, I'm very keen to see what happens with this project post, post-funding. post um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, I believe everyone's going to get their stuff. I have no reason to believe that won't be the case. But I'm very keen to see if they're able to meet the... A very aggressive timelines that they've set for mm-hmm. themselves. I mean, you know, like some of these pens, like the, some of the ebonite pens and stuff, they're saying April. I mean, and this project ends at the end of February. Right. Yeah, that's, it's it's still, yeah, it's very aggressive. There, There's no doubt. So we'll see. I mean, they're, they're obviously a big company, right? You know, like big-ish, mm-hmm. they're big enough, right? They've, they have a history. They're not like brand new um and as you as you said as you guessed and i reckon that you're right that they already had a bunch of these made they were just you know they probably have 500 of them just sit, sitting there already before they launched the project right so they could yeah probably not that many but you know what i mean they, they had an amount yeah. they probably had a significant amount more than yes. any company would typically do when going into a project like this um Correct. because we expect and believe that they probably have the resources uh so yeah i'm very very interested you know they're they're were they closing in on or past $250,000? Yeah, almost there. And they've hit two stretch goals to where they're adding two new colors of Arushi finish. So the first one, they did a voting competition. It was yellow versus green. Mm-hmm. Green won out on that one. So that one's done. Now they have the new one. I think they just sent out the, the vote this morning. It's yellow versus purple. So, out of those three colors, what? Are, so, yellow versus green, what do you pick? I like the green one more. Yeah. Yellow versus purple. Purple. Yeah. Yellow is just not going to win any vote. No, it's not. It looks, it, it looks cool. It's always going to come in second to green and purple. I was hoping for an orange, and orange would, would top yellow, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, green and purple are certainly going to be the ones... And I think that's the last of the new colors. I don't think they're introducing any more new colors after that. So those were the two stretch goal votes. So the purple versus yellow is still active, but I'm pretty sure purple is going to run away with that. So I haven't backed this project yet, but I plan to. Like it, I, I think that I will. My main problem is I am so overwhelmed. I don't know how to back this project. Yeah. It's, it's so confusing. 
Like, because mm-hmm. I large project. I think you know, like I'm looking at all of the options. Like one, I'm not even a hundred percent sure what. I guess I'll go for the Arushi, right? Like, I mean, that's probably what mm-hmm. I'm going to do if I'm going to do anything. But then I'm like, well, I think I might want a different nib, and I think I might want a roll stop, and it's like. Oh, just <laughs> add approximately twenty dollars to it's. It's all very confusing, um, but I, I think Agree. I am going to go for it. But I, yeah, I'm just yeah. a bit, yeah, I'm just a bit confused about it. Yeah. So the other other comment I wanted to make is they now have a banner on their top image says "most funded fountain pen." I don't know if they mean the most funded launcher dream pin because it's definitely not the most funded fountain pen on kickstarter i know the visionaire did three something um so you know take that for what you will but this is not the most funded anything unless it's the most funded of their own projects so yeah it's one of those very vague uh comments to make what, that like you could, in uh, the last two days like what are you saying right, like, what are, what is, <laughs> right. give me the it's one of those comments made to be like make you feel super important except in I mean, context it means literally nothing they may so, be most yeah. funded by back account i mean it's one the 626 people and two hundred thousand no. dollars i mean like the you vi- know the visionaire was a 30 dollar pen and they oh, did okay. 300 something they had probably four thousand backers no 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 know? i mean um <clears throat> amount of backers to value right like oh, low yeah. sure with a lot of money right i, I mean that's one of yeah. the really wild things about this pen is like they're at like a quarter of a million dollars with 600 people you know <laughs> like right, right. it's really strange it's like that's, that's why, probably yeah. the amount of people we'll have on our project right right like 600 yeah, yeah. but if, if yeah. it follows previous years but like right. that's that's one of the things that makes this project so wild yep yep so it's going to be fun to watch we'll be talking about this a lot one we talked about mm-hmm. at launch and then didn't follow up despite several calls to me to follow up on this project was the Namisu Ixion. Mm-hmm. So this was a very late project. So they were late last year. When was the original due date? October. Was October, November, late November, they said they can't get nibs. Like they can't, that Bach is way behind. It's going to be like two months until they get nibs. The pens were done. We have no nibs. We're waiting on Bach. And then that time passed. The the nibs showed up. And then then they have this whole processing. They you know they have to go through all the crazy, crazy kind of fulfillment and processing. So they've just started to ship a week or so ago. And I've got mine. You've got yours. But this project left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth just from a communication perspective. Um. This is one of those things that doesn't have to be this way that ends up going into the ditch like really quickly when the creators of the project don't really keep up with things and aren't as upfront with things. You know, everything in this project about being late could have been avoided. You know, your people are still going to be unhappy that it's late. But you really talk about you know the nuts and bolts, and you communicate in a more timely manner than they did. They seem to be behind on all their communication when it didn't have to be that way. And this is like their third project. I'm I really, think? I'm really surprised about all of this, honestly. Like, uh, yeah. I wasn't aware of it because I haven't been paying attention. And my pen mm-hmm. showed up like two days ago. But like mm-hmm. with most, okay, so like. 
I don't know how people tend to approach Kickstarter campaigns, and and like, and there's no judgment in what I'm gonna say here. Like, I'm not judging you, anybody. When I back a Kickstarter, I forget about it purposefully, right? Like, I don't mm-hmm. pay attention to the date that it's gonna be shipped on because no project ever meets it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. the the amount of projects that I have backed that have been late, it's like it is an astronomical percentage because stuff happens right like i i am in the business of launching products at times and i know how things get pushed back right so like i tend not to pay any attention to it the problem with this one is it's not that they were late as you said they seem to have just communicated things really badly and they've allowed the worst possible thing to happen which is to let their comments section turn into Mm -hmm. a feeding frenzy Mm -hmm. like their comment section is out of control right now and it's because they're not in there. Yeah. So unlike you, I am going to judge them. I That's do cool. judge I mean, them you can, for this. I, no, no, no. I'm not. I'm, my judgment was not at them. My judgment is at mm-hmm. people backing the project. Mm-hmm. Right. Like what I'm saying is like I don't, th- you know, like I, I, I don't expect projects to ever arrive on time. Right. That that's kind of what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, and that's almost unfair, but it is kind of fair these days with Kickstarter. But how you handle the problems is what I'm judging you on. Oh, yeah, and, that's, I mean, that's worth yeah. judgment, right? My, my, I'm, I'm saying I'm not passing judgment on backers for like what yeah. they believe should occur. But I believe judgment yes. can be passed upon creators who are not doing a, like updates are fine, right? And like whatever. Mm-hmm. But you've got to be in the comments if people are asking you questions. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's part of the deal. Yeah. So this this hurts them in the long run when they had a very positive standing leading into this project, right? They've done some good work. Well, I mean, this is my third pen pens. of theirs. This is why I backed like, this pen site unseen. Yeah, you know? this was an insta back yeah. for me. And now I don't know what I'm going to do next time because even though a lot of this, they'll say it was out of their hands, it's still a management issue. Like, And I'm trusting you to manage these things better so it doesn't turn into the storm that it kind of turned into because it didn't need to be right just like you know i i am you know equal opportunity uh judger you know (laughs) i mean i'll i call them as i see them and you know we're not above making mistakes in our projects but my god i'm gonna be in there like explaining things so you know what's so as a creator you want to answer as many questions as possible before they're asked. And if you work that way, you're going to have a lot better time when things go wrong. It's that simple. You know, the fewer questions, the more questions you answer up front about the problems, the less drama there's going to be. There's just going to be people saying, well, that sucks. Not, what are you doing? Why is it this way? You know, there's a million things you can take care of that don't don't have to get as far and as ugly as this one got. So yeah, it's a shame, and and I think it's you know they had a lot of backers. They have more backers than they've ever had before, to the tune of like Definitely. nearly a thousand people more. Right, like the the mm-hmm. Nexus had two thousand. This had two thousand nine hundred and forty five. It's their biggest project, and seems mm-hmm. that things kind of got out of hand. And I, again, I understand all of that. Right, like I get all of that, but. You're right. You've got to be better about the communication. I mean, for me, yeah. um, it's not gonna. If like if they have another project, I would still back it mm. because, like me personally, Mike Hurley, the backer of this project, is fine because I have my pen, and we'll talk about mm. it in a minute. I really, really like yes. it, 
Um, and you know, I I wasn't personally frustrated by it. But Mike Hurley, as the uh, industry person on this show, I would mm-hmm. think differently about the way we talk about their project next time. If right, we ever, right. if they do, if we do, you know, because now we know that like something, so the wheels fell off somewhere, and they weren't able to handle it correctly, which is a real right. shame. Like, say problems happen, but you've got to be communicative, and and they seem to have done a, a pretty bad job of that, which is a, which is a yep. great shame because it's a fantastic pen. This is the best pen they've ever made. Like, and it was like the price was stellar i mean that's what this was like a no-brainer to back just from a style and quality yep. perspective they, have, they they delivered a really good pen i have the blue aluminium with the brass sections and accents and it is mm. gorgeous the nib yep. is like butter it's unbelievable the bock nib that i've got on this thing it's weighted very nicely i will say i was pretty perturbed by the fact that it didn't come with a converter like how that's hard is that how hard is even, that to do even a cartridge i would forgive them for not including a converter but they included nothing nothing and like um, i just was able to go and grab a converter out of my previous Nemisu yeah. pen yeah. right but it's like yeah. that's, that's there a bad are some look. people that are going to get this pen and they're not going to know what to do with it right yep. like because converter styles are different um that they've even got an faq like there's certain ones that can and can't have or whatever but they should have thrown that in the box it costs nothing in the grand scheme of things yep. right like they're so yep. cheap and uh, yeah i just found that a little bit frustrating but i absolutely adore this pen i i love it i think it's really great and i and i genuinely hope that they're able to bounce back from this and and learn and move forward like that's all i hope is that they can see what's happened it's gotten out of control now so there's probably not a lot that they can do but ship the stuff and then next time to mm-hmm. just get better i guess would be my thinking right right they, yeah. they're a really nice little company and i feel bad for them because i've been really impressed with their products in the past I've never spoken to them but they seem like a great company that you know they're based here um and i really hope that they're able to take stock of everything that's happened in this campaign and move forward um and f- from as i say for me personally what they have given me is a product that meets and exceeds my expectations so right. would i back another namisu pen yes i would but I would hope to see that in the future they're able to learn from some of the missteps of this campaign. Yeah. A couple things on mine. I got the exact same setup as you, blue and brass. It looks fabulous. Stunning. My nib is weird in that I don't have as many Bach nibs as I have Yovo nibs. And this is an extra fine steel nib and it's bouncy. Like it's kind of flexy and spreading, which I like a very stiff nib, which it's good. Like it write, it writes totally fine, but it's a very wide extra fine because there's a lot of kind of bounce in the in the nib, which I thought was interesting. Uh, secondly, is this a rickshaw pen sleeve or a knockoff of a rickshaw pen sleeve? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah. They could. I mean, I think the because pen sleeve is the free, same thing, right? So I kind of yeah, don't care, yeah. but like it is it's super nice funny yeah, to look care, at. But it, it's like, oh, that's interesting. It's not great quality <laughs> either. Uh, uh, so anyway, but um, yeah, the, I mean, technically the pen is is really nice, especially for the price. I thought they did a great job. So, you know, fix your stuff, Namisu, and and make all these people happy. Uh, so they can so they can support you again because uh, I th- I think the one, this one this one's gonna leave a little mark I think unless they uh, they bl- do something crazy different next time so I think a lot of people got burned on this one 
a lot of people still don't have their pen, so they're just not responsive. They're... All right, take me away, Mike. <laughs> you love okay, me. So you know you love me. One of my favorite shows that I listen to right now is a podcast the called Pen Addict. Wonderful, mm. and uh, it is Griffin and Rachel McElroy. Of you know, mm. you know how I love the McElroys. Yeah. Of the McElroys, yes, of the McElroys. And every time they go to an ad break, uh, one or the other will ask the other to steal them away. Like, ah. will you steal me away? And then they they make a little song. It's very funny. Uh, so when mm-hmm. you said that, it just reminded me of that, and then that was very funny to me. But the reason Brad said that is because this episode is brought to you by Away. Away are a team of thinkers, seekers, and designers. That's what we love on the Pen Addict. We love people like that. This is why they went ahead and made smart premium suitcases for under $300 so your luggage doesn't cost more than your plane ticket. And hey, if you're anything like me, and I guess we're all kind of like that now, you need more battery when you're traveling. When you buy in a weight suitcase, you will be able to charge all of your devices while you travel. Both sizes of their carry-on feature USB ports with a battery large enough to charge your phone five times from a single charge. Go to awaytravel.com slash penaddict right now and you can browse through all of Away's suitcases. They're made of premium German polycarbonate, which is unrivaled in strength and impact resistant whilst remaining lightweight. They have uh, four wheels on them, four 360-degree spinner wheels. They have a fantastic patent-pending compression system, which allows you to get the maximum amount of stuff into your case. All of their carry-ons are compliant with US Airlines whilst maximizing the amount that you can pack. And they have TSA combination locks built in. So if the TSA want to have to look in your suitcase, which you get that little slip of paper every now and then, they're not going to break anything to get in there, which is good. You don't want that. You don't want to break it up in a suitcase. Away have a bunch of different colors and sizes. They have over 10 colors that you can choose from for your cases. And their five sizes include the carry-on and the bigger carry-on, the medium, the large, and the kids carry-on as well. Away cut out the middleman so you can get first-class luggage at coach prices. I love my Away suitcase. I've used it a bunch. Um, Adina bought one. She actually uses a carry-on as a regular suitcase because she's a tiny person, um, which, <laughs> which is great for her because, I mean, I, last weekend she came back from a trip uh, to Bucharest where she was going to get her wedding dress all, all fitted. She's, she's, that's all on order now. And uh, I, pick, I picked her up at the on the way home from the airport and we got the train together and she took her phone out of her pocket. She grabbed the cable, plugged it into the suitcase and she was very, very that's happy awesome. about it all. And yeah, we love we love the Away suitcases. They are really freaking cool. Um, Away also believe in the quality of their products. They offer a lifetime guarantee. If anything breaks, they will fix or replace it for life. And they have a 100-day no-questions-asked return policy with free shipping on any order within the lower 48 states of the US. But they do ship to many locations around the world including london we have ours uh, shipping to us here uh, that 100 day trial was excellent you can travel with the case if you want to you have up to 100 days to decide if it's right for you um, go to awaytravel.com slash pen addict right now and if you use the code pen addict to check out you'll get 20 dollars off any of their suitcases that is awaytravel.com slash pen addict and code pen addict for 20 dollars off travel smarter with the suitcase that charges your phone our thanks to away for their support of this show all right, so this next one I just caught wind of yesterday, I think. I don't know. Maybe that's when they came out. So this is the MLBD field notes. Is that what we're going yep. with? Yeah, I, th- I think we'll go with MLBD. <laughs> yeah, so what is this? This you remember, We spoke about this a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, I mean, 
we've spoken about Landland and Mondo and, and mm-hmm. all of those types of field notes before, but this is a new collaboration of kind of all the things. So at the last MondoCon, I think, they had these notebooks mm-hmm. and oh, okay. they were like, you could get them there. And they said at the time that they would offer them more widely. Is a collaboration between a bunch of different companies, Mondo, Landland, Burlesque of America, Draplin and Field Notes. Uh, which mm. is kind of funny to me. They, they, so they've, they have 11,500 of these that they're selling and the stock is spread out amongst those five companies. It feels like a kind of mafia six families type situation, <laughs> right? Like you've got, this, you've got the five families of Notebook and mm-hmm. they're all getting together. Like, I don't know. I just have this funny feeling of it. Like, it's just not in a, yeah, it's funny to me. It's like, yeah, spread out across the five groups, the, the five families of the notebook. Uh, and so you can go get them there. I picked up a pack, um, because mm-hmm. they look incredible. It's a three pack, 1495. Um, it's got random hits of screen printing on them. They're all got, they're all different in their own way again, right? Which I like. Uh, foil seals and graph paper with fluorescent ink grids. I'm very excited about these. They look amazing. And I bought a pack. They do. One they pack do look because awesome. I'm, because I'm trying to keep my collection down. I bought one pack, which I'll break open and use. So, yeah, they look great. Yeah. That's the thing is I, I'm not going to buy a pack because I won't break open and use it. And that's a problem. Like, I'm only going to buy Don't things that I think I'm going to use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And these, while these look amazing, and in years past, I would have pulled the trigger on probably like three packs, like immediately. I just don't do the collecting thing anymore from the side projects. So I will buy them if I know I'm going to get them and they're going to go into use pretty quickly after I get them. Um, I know that would not be the case for me with these. And I've already bought two pens on Kickstarter this year that I wasn't intending on buying. So adding just kickstarter i mean field notes notebooks to like an ever-growing stack i just need to chill on that type of stuff but they look really cool like this is my aesthetic completely right i mean look these are going to go into my drawer right eventually and it's part going to be part of my collection but i'm trying to keep the collection chill like i don't buy every limited edition anymore like like i did i just buy the ones that i think look amazing and i really like the look of these ones yeah but these are pretty rad like i I, i'm trying to think the last side project when i bought um i think it was probably nixon which was well over a year ago they did the surf covers like the america the beautiful which were just amazing those were fantastic um on the chicago i'm blown away by this the first i saw of this news was when i opened the document today and this is maybe the best news i've had so far this year honestly like i'm so excited about this (laughs) I agree completely, and it's Anderson Pens to open a second location in Chicago. I can't believe it. When this is wonderful. they dropped the news last week, my jaw dropped. I was so excited. Like, I am genuinely excited and happy for Brian and Lisa for what they've built to be able to do this and to bring more brick-and-mortar fountain pen and ink and paper stores that people can just walk into it's amazing, especially in Chicago. This is so exciting to me. Like, this is a big city, and it just, like, for them to be in a position where they're able to do this is just so encouraging and wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. I actually was working, I was doing knock invoices last week, and Anderson's a customer of ours, and I sent over, I just sent over the invoice for whatever they, they ordered. And it was the same day that they announced it. It was probably only like an hour after they announced it. And 
I get a reply back from my invoice. What? You're not going to say anything? From Lisa. <laughs> and I just laughed. I was like, I, you know, I was sending over an invoice. I figured you were getting inundated. I was going to do that under separate cover, you know, and, and talk to you uh, uh, in an indirect fashion. But it, it was funny. Like, she is super excited. I know her, her and Brian sh- are really they excited. They should be, right? Like, they should be. wild. I am super proud to call them my friends and to see how successful they've been doing this. And they wanted me to mention that they're hiring. They have a, all the positions to fill in Chicago. If you're in the area, they want someone from the community to help to come work for them. You know, they're hiring a store manager, an assistant manager, sales clerks, you know, full-time and part-time. You know, if you're in the area and want to get in the pen business, I mean, this is a massive opportunity. This is is very cool. So we'll have a link in the show notes where you can go um, get to the applications and things like that. But they want to hear from you. They asked me specifically to hmm. to mention that they're hiring. So get over there. They want to they want to talk to people who are in this community and uh, can come do a good job for them. And so, you could yeah. not work for two nicer people. Nope. Like nope. They are the absolute best. Like highlight of every time i go to a pen show to see the andersons like yep this is such incredible news for those of you who have not been to the atlanta pen show the knock table and the anderson pens table back up to each other so we're next to them the whole weekend so we just have a fun we have a fun weekend with them in atlanta especially and then we get to see them around in other places too always fun yep all right we're gonna we're gonna stay on this news this hot breaking news journey we're on today and i want you to to kind of take the lead on this one because you're actually going to have more to say about it initially than me and this is our good friends at cult pens were bought by wh smith yeah so tell us your thoughts tell us about wh smith for those who don't know tell us kind of your big picture overview of what you think is going on here and what you think is this is about it's getting harder and harder to describe what W.H. Smith is uh, as time goes on. W.H. Smith, when I was a kid, was a stationery store. Like, that was it. Oh, but okay. now, you know, they sell magazines and you can buy snacks and you can buy technology products. I was in a W.H. Smith recently and they were selling Apple AirPods. Um, hmm. They are at heart a stationery store. Um, and a kind of a craft supply store on a basic level, but over time they've they've branched out. I mean, I guess as well when I was a kid, and they still are now. They sell books and magazines. They still sell books and magazines. I've forgotten about that. Yes, books and magazines, and cr- like paper stuff, like art supplies. Basically, if it was made of paper or was to be used on paper, W. H. Smith sold it. Then they okay. got into like. DVDs and video games, they don't do that so much anymore. Like they, they, The heart of their company is still kind of paper goods, but they extend out to wherever they need to be. They are a high street store. They're in all of the malls. They seem to be a successful company because they've been around forever, and they seem to adapt how they need to whilst keeping their kind of heart the same. You know, you can buy Lego there now. You know, like they, they expand a little bit, but they are what they are. I mean... Mm-hmm. What do I think about them personally? I have pretty positive feelings about WH Smith. I, I I have no negative feeling about them. They have mm-hmm. a pretty good selection of stuff that you can go and get your hands on. You know, I feel warmer to them than I think most American people would feel to a Staples or something. 
Um, gotcha. But but at the end of the day, they are still a big high street retailer. So the mm-hmm. idea of them buying cult pens will make some people uncomfortable because mm-hmm. cult pens is a niche stationery store, right? right? So the the concern is, are you know W H Smith's going to knock out all of the relationships that they have with Sailor or whatever? Mm-hmm. My f- I am very positive on this news personally because. Colt Pens are saying what every company says, but I always try my best to believe that they're gonna, mm-hmm. they're not gonna change, right? That they're gonna be right. co- the Colt Pens as they are, and I believe them. For, you know, I have no reason not to believe them right now. And if that's the case, if they remain a niche retailer, and obviously they are successful, which is why W H Smith bought them. So there's no reason for W H Smith to go in and rip out everything about the company, right? That's just bad business. Otherwise, why are you even buying them in the first place? If cult pens are able to leverage the funding and buying power that WH Smith could get them, this could be a huge deal. Like they have the ability to extend cult pens if they want to. I mean, obviously, it all depends on what the lineup's going to end up looking like. But I mean, I would say that I don't think that this is necessarily cause for concern. The idea that every time a bigger company takes over a smaller company, it always results in being a bad thing. I think that's wrong. I don't think that's the right thing because that's not the case. Honestly, I think that they're just the ones that we remember. This isn't how it always goes. Yeah, and that seemed to be the feedback I was getting on Twitter from yeah. all of my UK friends. People like, people mm. like to think it's doom, but it doesn't yeah, have to be doom. Yeah, sky is falling yeah. stuff. And I was like, yeah, why does it, like, can it be a positive? And it's like, I don't know, right? I don't know the full WH Smith background or the story or the feel of the company. Um, but I, I did talk to the owners, Simon and Amanda of Colt Pens, um, back when it was, when the when it first happened. Um, as a knock customer, they were giving us a call, letting us know. But he also wanted to talk to me, you know, just from a general perspective, and let me know, like, you know, they're going to say exactly what you think they're going to say. Like, nothing's going to change. But it sounds to me like nothing's going to change except they're going to have more money to do more things. It sounds like everything on the cult pen side is going to stay exactly the same except bigger now. And they're going to have the power to grow and expand more. So they were... Ex- I mean, just hearing them talk to me, they sounded very, very excited about the opportunities of of what this what this purchase would would do for them. So I'm pretty excited about it. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. I'm very, again, like super proud to know Simon for years and excited to see this in our industry that a company like Colt Pens getting bought by you know a pretty large company. Um, I understand. The public feedback, you know, maybe a little bit. Uh, I don't know what to think about this, but uh, from everything I see, it looks like it's going to be pretty awesome, and I, I hope it stays the same. And they just continue to grow and become an even even bigger resource um, in, in the stationary world. And I, I think that's what's going to happen. So, uh, best of luck to them, and we'll we'll continue to uh, be be talking about them and. Keep an eye on how this changes, if it changes anything at all. But uh, I only expect bigger and better. Yeah, I do too, and I I think it's going to be good. I think we're going. I think it's going to be fine. I really do. But we'll wait and see. Yep. All right. Should we take a break and do some RTPA? 
Yeah, so we have uh, last two weeks ago's Ask TPAs to get to, so let's Oof. do that. All right, today's show is also brought to you by Squarespace. Use the offer code INC at checkout to get 10% off your first purchase. Make your next move with Squarespace. They give you all of the tools that you need to create a website for your next great idea with the ability to grab a unique domain name, have access to 24-7 customer support, take advantage of beautiful award-winning templates that are very customizable, and so much more. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that will let you put your ideas online. Whether you want to put your writing online in the form of a blog, whether you want to put your pictures or artwork online in the form of a portfolio or even sell your products in an online store maybe you're planning an event maybe you have a band or a restaurant or a business and you need a website squarespace is there for you there's nothing to install there are no patches to worry about no upgrades needed they take care of that stuff so you don't have to been a happy customer of squarespace for years if i have something i want to put on the internet I always turn to squarespace they always form part of a project that i'm doing because it's just so easy to do their plans start at just $12 a month you can start a trial today with no credit card required just by going to squarespace.com when you decide to sign up use the offer code INC INK at checkout you'll get 10% of your first purchase and you do and you'll be showing your support for the pen addict we thank Squarespace for their continued support of this show Squarespace make your next move make your next website all right so we have some good questions this week from the Ask TPA and if you want to get in on the Ask TPA action, the best way is on Twitter. Just use the hashtag AskTPA, and uh, Mike's magic robots will catch that and put them in a document for us, right? Mm-hmm. They always do. <laughs> All right, so Tim D. Fowler wants to know, says, I'm a longtime fountain pen addict, but I'm relatively new to the blog, podcast, and online pen community. It's embarrassing question time, Mike. What's the deal with Retro 51. What do I need to know? Where do I start? Tim, the deal is that the Retro 51 is straight up the best rollerball on the planet. Uh, there's no better. They are the best. It is wonderful from the refill perspective. So the refill that they use, the Schmidt refill, is excellent. Um, many pens use it. I think many more pens use it now because Retro 51 kind of popularized it as a, as a refill um, and has, has made it kind of a, just something that many pens get built around now because it is a wonderful, smooth refill uh, that, that really puts a great line down on the page. I love the refill so much. It's, it's, it is a pen in which I have always been surprised at the amount of times that I can hand it to somebody and they use it and basically every person goes, ooh, no matter mm-hmm. how much of a pen addict that they are or not. Like, typically, it's, um, I give this to people who are friends or family members of people I meet at pen shows. And they're like, I don't really get this. Like, I don't, what, do I even need a good pen? And I go, like, try this. Because the Retro 51 is close enough in style and, you know, mostly to, in shape and size to pens that people have seen and used before. But it feels incredible to use, and it's like starts at like $25. So what you need to know, Tim, is there are tons of Retro 51 designs. So there might be something in there that you like. But if I was going to tell you where to start, get one of their Retro 51 lacquer editions, just the plain color lacquer pens that they make, and just just drop like the $20, $25 that it costs to get yourself one. And trust me, you're going to love it. 
they're fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. I am such a fan of their products because they're always incredible quality and they're just wonderful to use. So that's my that's that's, yes. that's the deal. So I agree with that across the board, especially on the recommendation. Just get the Tornado Lacquer series, pick a color you want and and go with that. The reason it's such a popular thing for us to discuss aside from all those things that Mike laid out, which are exactly right, is they solved a problem in a no man's land price point. So there's no competition in that area for someone who wants to buy a air quote good pen, right? Not some, not like the pilot G2 off the shelf or the Uniball Signo off the shelf at the office supply store. They want something a little bit nicer and it's going to write awesome. And that category of pen doesn't really exist except for Retro 51. You know, from anywhere from $20 to $40, you can get something that's really interesting. And when you pick it up to write with it, it's really different from any other pen you've used. And in they kind of solved the refill question, you know, like they've picked the perfect refill and that made the things that they wrap around those refills shine um, and allowed them to do like very normal stuff like the lacquers edition or very custom stuff like some of the mission to Mars stuff, you know, yep. the very custom editions that they do do. They could easily charge 50% more than they do and get away with it. You know? Sure. Yeah. So, you know, uh, and it's not for everyone. It's a liquid ink refill. It's a little bit wider if you're used to using a very fine refill. But the problems it solves in the greater pen landscape, no one else can no one's can, no one's close. Can compete with. Yeah, nobody's close. Mm, no one's close. So, that's why they're so that's why we talk about them so much. So, and they're really high quality and do a good job. So, and they're great people too. And they're, they're really very nice, nice to people. work with. Yep. 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 So Junie from Alt Haven, wonderful blogger, one of my favorites. She messaged this Ask TPA from it's a it's it's a dated one because we haven't talked about these for a couple of weeks. But this was an issue of refill I did a few weeks ago. She says, "Wow, you do have a lot of Edison and Franklin Christoph pens. Have you done a full count of the number of inks, pens, and notebooks you have?" Hell no. <laughs> no. So Junie, Junie, every year Junie does, here's what I spent on pens. She does this budget thing at the end of every year. And I always say, uh, you know, she'll ask, you know, am I going to do that? I want to see yours. And then my answer is always hell no, not just no. <laughs> I don't want to know. There's no way I want to know the answer to these questions. But even I, Junie, when I was pulling out all of these pens to do the photos for that issue, I was like, well, oh, that's that's a lot of pens that are not one of them was currently inked and in, in use. And I was like, oh, that's bad. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot of pens. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, uh, but there will never be a number count, and certainly mm -hmm. never a dollar count on any of this stuff. No way. No way. No way. All right. I don't know if this one's Chaunton or Seahaunton. I talk to him all the time. I said I should ask, you know, what's your Twitter handle pronunciation? He says, I've made peace with the fact that given my heavy hand, I'm better off using a sturdy steel nib, but I still like a smooth riding experience. In your opinion, who makes the smoothest steel nibs? Alternatively, who makes the most steel-like gold nibs? 
So it's kind of a hard question to ask because there's a lot of variants. And I'm going to give like a very specific answer that I don't even know if you can act on this answer. But the best, smoothest steel nibs are the ones you get from Franklin Kristoff, in my opinion, because they work on all of them before they leave the shop. And those are made by Yovo. So Edison does the same. I find anything that uses any company that uses Yovo steel nibs are the best, smoothest steel nibs for my everyday writing use. They're my favorite. I use them constantly. Um, they're always smooth right out the box when you order them from someone, a maker like, you know, uh, Yovo or, or Franklin Kristoff. I have great luck with Twisby's nibs. Um, I think Yovo makes them. I'm not sure. I can't remember. Yovo or Bach makes them, I believe. Those are really excellent right out the gate. I never have a problem with Twisby nibs. So those are kind of my favorite steel nibs. The ones I don't like, I don't like Lamy steel nibs that much. They're not my favorite. Pelican does a great steel extra fine nib that's a little bit wider. Um, it's not as stiff as the Yovo and Bach nibs, so you might want to stick with those, but I really, really enjoy uh, them. Who makes the most steel-like gold nibs? Actually, box gold nibs are really, really stiff. Um, as far as the other manufacturer goes, probably Sailor makes a very firm gold nib in my book. Um, that's probably kind of the best in that category. You have anything to add to any of this? No, but I think this is a weird question. It's a, it's a, it's a very. I don't think it's a weird question because this is like the category of nib that I like to write with myself. So I mm. think it's a good question, but it's a super particular question. Well, that I could go a million different directions. The reason I find it weird, um, why, if you're looking for the qualities of of steel, why would you want gold? Maybe I don't understand. Well, because I like a firm nib. I have a heavy hand. I want a firm nib. Give me a sailor hard, fine nib would be my choice, okay. right? So that's a gold nib. I get the smoothness of that gold and the kind of the feel. It's a different feel than steel, yet I get a firm nib on top of that to suit my writing style. Hmm. Okay. So I, I feel like it's maybe a very I don't specific specific I, question. I don't I haven't internalized I think a lot of the differences between gold and steel like Mm-hmm. Honestly, I just go with what one feels nice, and and that differs from pen to pen and nib to nib for me. I, I don't really yep. feel like I have internalized the differences between the two of them to the point that I would yep. know what I was getting if I was choosing. A lot of the time, I go for gold because I think it might be fancier. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you are a fancy man. I'm a fancy pants. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right. So Lori from the Desk of Lori just picked up a shown design pen, and though I tried to love it, I just don't like the Fisher Space refill. Just can't do the ballpoint, she says, and that's totally valid. So she picked up the D1 adapter. What's your recommendation for a great, preferably gel or rollerball D1 refill? The best D1 gel refill is the Zebra. I want to say it's the, It's not called the Sarasa, but it's like the SR1. I'll get the exact link for the show notes, but it's the only gel D1 refill that's any good. The problem with it is it's very expensive and it does not last a long time. So that's the properties of gel. When you put gel ink in this such a tiny, tiny refill, you're going to blow through it. And Are on you top looking of that, for the JSB gel refill? 
Sounds, sounds right. right. It's point, yeah. point 0.5 millimeter, point 0.4 millimeter even that they come in. And they come in several colors, like eight different colors. It's kind of your only option. It's very, very good. It's very expensive. And you probably want at least two of them because you're going to run one out at an untimely in an untimely fashion and you're you're going to be caught without a refill. So that's the only drawback to that refill, but no one's made one better yet. If you want to try, I know you said no ballpoint. The Uniball Jetstream is a ballpoint, but it's better than any Fisher Space Pen refill will ever be. You can maybe try that. It's a little bit more consistent, smoother, thicker, nicer line. So those are my two D1 refill choices are the Zebra Gel and the Jetstream. That's that's what I always use. All right, last one from Outer Nerd. Just started using a converter with my Lamy Studio. It seems to write wetter than when I use a pre-filled cartridge. Is my imagination playing tricks on me? So the answer is we don't have enough information. We don't, you didn't say whether you're using the same ink or not. It's probably the ink. I don't really see much flow difference from a cartridge versus a converter. I guess theoretically you could see that. Um, you know, it's wetter with a converter or cartridge. Someone else might have the opposite experience. I think it's more probably the ink, you know, maybe has a little bit different formulation, different consistency to where you're thinking it's writing wetter. So it's probably a mind trick. It's probably even more likely the ink. I don't know that there's any real fix or anything you can do to change this. Um, if you think that you're using the same ink and you prefer one over the other, you can syringe refill a cartridge if you want to be sure to get that same consistency. But eventually that'll wear out. So... I'd look at the ink first and then the cartridge versus converter second would be my thoughts on that. So Whew, we made it, Mike. This was a good episode. We had lots of yeah. good stuff to talk about. Yeah, it everyone, was a, it was a busy two cried. weeks off. Yeah. yeah everyone cried. All <laughs> the news cried. broke. I don't know what we're going to talk about next week. You know, we've said that for what? 294 episodes. Oh, I would podcast worry. about pens. I have new products and, uh, on the way to me. Don't worry about that. Yeah. We never, have to worry my, about content. My sailor 1911 tangerine should be here by next week. Oh, you! Oh, that's right. I ordered, ordered it. it. I did it. I, I told you it. I was going to do it. No one checked in with me, but I went. I went ahead and I darn did it. So it's on the way, mm-hmm. and I'm very excited about that pen. I also okay, got one cool. of those spoke pencils that we were talking about a couple of weeks ago. Oh, nice! But that yeah. has been bouncing around between me and the post office for like two weeks at this point. They're telling gotcha. me that I'm not in when. Newsflash, I never leave my house. Of course I'm in. Yeah, um, but I've been exactly. having some problems with that, but I'm going to try and sort that out by next week too. So there's there's always stuff. My, I have a little document where I keep little th- ideas. There's always things because it is a wild always. and wonderful uh, world that we live in, including what a trilogy nib is. We didn't get to that this week. We can save that. We didn't. We didn't. Week. We will add. We will. So, yeah, 294 episodes and no end in sight. There's always pen stuff to talk about. Who knew, Mike? Who knew? As of right now. We are at fourteen thousand eight hundred and eighty-three dollars 
in our Kickstarter campaign. Go to kickstarter.com, search for The Pen Addict, or just go to our show notes, which are at relay.fm slash penaddict slash 294, and you'll be able to, to back our campaign, get some amazing rewards, and also help us take a trip of a lifetime to Atlanta and Toronto. And I'll say, if we go to Toronto, I don't want to say too much, but if we go to Toronto, there's some other stuff that we're working on at Relay FM. Nice. That's all I'm going to say for now. We always, even if I don't know what they are, there's always something working in the background. We always if, try to do more. Yeah. If we can make, we say. if we can make Toronto happen, there's some other stuff that might happen beforehand, before we go nice. to Toronto. That's all I'm going to say for now. But man, I should nice. probably shouldn't have even said that. Stephen doesn't listen to the mm. show, so I think I might get one. <laughs> But, but you know, I'm just saying there's there's a benefit, mm. big benefit to this. All right, that's all I'll nice. say for now. Um, thanks all so right. much to our sponsors this week, Squarespace Away and Harry's. And seriously, 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 thank you for listening. And if you help us make this happen, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We love you. You're the best. You can find Brad. He's at Dowdyism on Twitter, Penaddict on Instagram, penaddict.com, knock.co. I am at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. This show is a part of Relay FM. You can find more shows at relay.fm slash shows. We have so many. You'll find something that you like. Until next time, say goodbye, Brad. Goodbye, Brad.